Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, Filmed live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, I was going to say something and it just completely vanished. Oh, the draft. We mock did our draft. own WWE mock draft. Uh, the draft is coming up. Uh, the video part one, round one, is well, part uh, one because it's first 10 rounds, is up now and on the line on a pay-per-view by pay-per-view basis. So we've Show got trophy. Show. We've got Big Red which I need to go come by and get. Uh, uh that's for predictions. But we'll be doing a running tally for uh, our draft picks. I'm SmackDown Larson's Raw and uh, on a pay-per-view by pay-per-view basis depending on who's up in points, they will be the holder of the Going in Raw Cup, which yeah. I need to put the cup on it. There you go. I need to get the actual there cup. There actually needs to be a cup on there before. But we you've got, this is the cup. old thing that we did for getting a lot of subs. And then this, I super glued this. Do we have another copy of that game? Because I don't want to use the other only copy of that game we have and have it be super glued on there. When do you think it's likely the next time we're going to be getting together will be? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's a good game to have on hand. We have like three copies of it. All right. I just want to make sure. We have plenty. Um, plus, it's probably like $5 on eBay. Plus, honestly, like instead of this game, we just need to be playing Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. That's true, because it's got Minoru Suzuki in it. Same game, to, better roster. Anyways. You have yet to beat me when I play as Minoru Suzuki. So, still no update on... Well, we have an update from Finn Balor. Yeah. Uh, apparently, his jaw's broken a couple places, but he's not going to vacate. Right. So, but that's during good the, news. During the show, the doctor says something like, yeah, once the swelling goes down, we'll have a better idea of something or another. Okay, um, but I guess the 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 more long lasting injury is the one that was suffered last night when uh, Rich Holland, uh, it, after getting uh, hit with a plancha from Oni Lorkin, uh, I don't think there's any confirmation officially, but based on what happened and the fact they put an air cast on him, I'm guessing he broke his leg. 
Because um, what it looked like is is he was moving in position to catch Oni, and his left foot wasn't planted. Yeah, it was. He was kind of on his his outside of his foot, and so yeah. when he absorbs Oni's contact, I think uh, uh, it probably snapped his leg. This was really horrifying, and I'm actually kind of shocked that they showed two replays of it. I know because this was ugly. Um, it wasn't Kevin Ware ugly, but it was pretty damn ugly. And the like the like this dude just starts screaming out in agony, which just made it all the worse. I mean, you know, he's a big tough dude. He played a lot of rugby and stuff, but mm-hmm. this is no joke. This is this is messed up and this looks like it hurt really bad. Yeah. I feel really bad for Ridge Holland. Um it was obvious they had big plans for him earlier in the show, the Undisputed Era cut a promo. Uh, Adam Cole is gonna be coming after this guy. Um uh, you know, you, you you can't help but feel for the guy. Hopefully, he'll be back. But man, I mean, hopefully, he does some, I don't know, more fundamentals training or something because this this should have been avoided. And Gargano got dumped on his. Gargano literally could have been paralyzed during a spot with yeah. Ridge Holland. So and, uh, TMZ has a, a still here of the moment you can see his ankle breaking. Yeah, I know it's completely behind him. Oof. Oof. Yeah. It's horrible. I, I saw it yesterday. I was like, oh, God. Um, So, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, there was a really scary moment with Gargano, and then this mm-hmm. happens. Um, You know, hopefully he comes back, and, and hopefully they figure things out so this kind of stuff doesn't happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. Uh, after that, I'm sorry, no, not after that. Uh, but otherwise, otherwise, yeah, we had uh, uh, Ember Moon came back in uh, her uh, uh, first match back in a very long time uh, in a tag match. And man, I missed her. <laughs> I really yeah, did. She's so dang good. She's so she's so crisp. Her strikes are so perfect. That eclipse, that eclipse is so beautiful. And I love that they gave us a couple of slow-mo shots of that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. I thought her promo was decent. Um, I still think that, I mean, I, I'm glad that they're getting away from, I, I think that it's obvious they've gotten away from, is she like girl next door or werewolf or both? Uh, she just seems to be sort of like a diff, like a modified version of herself. Yeah. I think she's, there's letting her be herself. It's what it seems like. And, and I yeah. think that's probably the smart way to go. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I thought the episode was decent. There were, there were plenty of things happening. Um, I like the Gargano stuff. Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, when I say that I there's... Have, a question I have is, when are we going to get matching sweatsuits? <laughs> I know, that was cool. Are we going to put power great. couple on the back of them? Uh, no, I'll put shit twins on the back. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. I like that. Yeah, now um, that I say that, plenty of stuff happened. Like, kind of not, that was really not a lot happened. I mean, we last thought night. Velveteen Dream was written off, and then he shows up with a cast on his arm because he yeah. broke his arm. Yeah. So there's that. He got, he made, he, he was made out to look like a chump again. Uh, yeah, I guess we can just go. There was no huge, big thing. No, there's that no happened. Huge story beats. No. Yeah. Yeah. But there was some fun stuff going on. It kicked off. With Tommaso Ciampa versus Kushida, really good who match too. Managed to put together just a really, really stellar match. Unfortunately, they gave Ciampa the 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 DQ win here when the Velveteen Dream went up to the top, and I thought it looked like he gave the the double axe handle to both of them, but evidently the ref seemed to think that that just came down on Kushida. It looked like it looked like Kushida got out of the way and, and Ciampa ate it. That's what oh, it is like that what me. happened? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what All it looked right. like to me. And then Kushida beats the hell out of, of Dream some more. 
uh, sends him over the barricade. Really fun match, of course, Kushida going after Ciampa's arm. Ciampa going after Kushida's head and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fun match. And, uh, yeah, uh, 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 Kushida Ch- locked Ch- in that Ciampa kicking locked. Kushida out of that handspring was pretty great. That was Kick, great. Kicking his head on the handspring. I love that. That was that great. Bit. So Kushida at the end locks into hoverboard lock. Uh, and Velveteen Dreamy ass when he comes in and, and drops the axe handle on, on Ciampa. Kind of figured they'd do a wonk finish on that one, given how big both those names I know. are. I but, know. I uh, wonder if they're going to do anything with Ciampa ever. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they, they, you know, what, what, you know, maybe Jake Atlas should have shown up again. They could have done that again. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll put him with. No, I don't know. I mean, now Adam Cole needs something to do. I know. It, it feels like there's a lot of people because I guess the idea, you know, historically speaking, is you're in NXT for a bit. You get your your run with the title or not. But once that culminates, you're on onward and upward. Who this, is the is longest the now? So. Who is the long? You, you're right. We are kind of in uncharted territory. Who? And I wonder. Sorry, before you ask the question, I wonder if NXT is still trying to find ways to craft creative for people who have already kind of reached the summit of the company. What to do next? So we've got three names: Cole, Champa, Gargano. Yeah, they have been there forever. Gargano really should be Mister NXT for like a, he should be like the Tommy Dreamer of NXT. Yeah. yeah. Um. Champa, honestly, the with the way Champa, the way Champa looks, everything about him. I know he said in the past that he wouldn't want to do that, but I wonder if things have changed because there's not going to be house shows anymore, and you know all he has to do is go to Thunderdome um, or wherever they're going to be going. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have an easier schedule, Champa really should go to main roster. Mm-hmm. He real, I mean, who wouldn't want to see Champa versus Randy Orton? That's yeah, just that would be fantastic stuff. I know. I know. Um, and then Undisputed Era, obviously Adam Cole. You don't want to keep him in NXT. Um, but, yeah, it does seem like they will face a test in terms of can they keep these characters compelling. I think they've done a great job with Gargano. Jury is still out, obviously, on Champa because of what you just said. They haven't had anything for him since he came back. Um, and then Adam Cole, he you know obviously he was going to do this thing with Ridge Holland. They were probably using uh, Cole to get Ridge Holland over to a bigger degree because they really mm-hmm. seemed to like him. Um, we also got so, Austin Theory again calling out Adam Cole um, after his first match tonight. Mm-hmm. Or last night, sorry. So I don't know if they could pivot to that. Yeah. Although Adam Cole kind of wiped the mat with Austin Theory. He did. And also, I mean, they could pivot to that. I hope they don't. Um, yeah, me too. So, yeah. Anyways, after that match, we had uh, an Ember Moon promo. She said, It's been a while. Uh, she's like, you know, I'm shocked they actually let me talk. Uh, referencing her, you know, uh, time on main roster where she really didn't do anything. Yeah. She said, I've been in isolation for 14 months and a lot of things have changed. She said, I drove miles and miles and miles and found clarity. And she said, I know this is corny, but I found out who I am. Ember's Law. That means no one's going to walk over me and I can do what I want because I'm Ember Moon, damn it. Yeah. Mama wants some gold. <laughs> yeah, one thing stays the same. Mama wants some gold. This yeah. brings out EO. Uh, and as she hits the ring, Rhea Ripley walks to the stage. And she says, Ember, I love your new attitude. And yeah, you deserve a title shot. Dakota Kai, Raquel, uh, Gonzalez attacker. Ember runs up to join the fight. EO just stays in the ring. Uh, Rio comes out, uh, makes a tag match between uh, Kai, Raquel. They'll take on uh, Ember and Rhea Ripley. That'll be our main event. 
I like that during that particular sequence, Io Shirai seemingly just quantum leaped out. We do see her uh, in the next segment, or the, the next next segment. But yeah, after yeah. that, we had Drake Maverick arriving at the Performance Center. Uh, he's asked by the interviewer, uh, hey, what's going on with you and Killian Dane? He's like, big things are in the pipeline. Uh, uh, you know, we've got this tag team. We've been communicating about this. And Dane was like, dude. We're not a team. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. And Drake was like, no, nah, man, we totally are. We have a match against Everrise tonight. And Killian Dane is pissed, but not seemingly quite as But I like that they're giving him a little bit of like, you know, hey, this guy's an actual person as opposed to just a, a brute. I know. With not I thought, a lot of I thought, dimension. Especially during the match, the dimension that Dane added to his character was actually pretty exceptional. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I thought and he was, you know, like Drake was doing his thing, and that's funny. But if Dane's reactions were off, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I think it really worked because Killian Dane was like hitting all his beats perfectly. But anyway, like Drake was really pushing. Hey, I got new theme music for us. Mm-hmm. So you knew that was going to be something. We get a brief Halloween Havoc promo. Then Io Shirai interview. She's asked, "Why didn't you join the fight?" And she said, "Uh, uh it's not Ember her Moon problem. is not my problem. Rhea Ripley's Ripley is not, not my problem. This title is my problem. The title is my problem." Uh, after that, we had an undisputed era promo. They're sort of pumping Kyle up a little bit. Uh, but Adam Cole is still firmly in the middle, <laughs> wearing sunglasses inside. He has a um, he has a he has a shiner. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, and he mentions that Ridge Holland uh, broke my ribs, uh, and he says, "But now you're a dead man." Well, that's not going to happen anymore, Cole. Not for about eight months, probably. When? Yeah. When is this? Uh, NXT is taped. Is it taped day of? It's not live. I think so. I mean, why why wouldn't they have just gotten rid of this promo if they knew that? I mean, maybe they were just low on time or something. They were like, "Hey, we don't want to hide because, like, you know what's happening." Ridge Holland, you know, is like he's gonna be out for a long time. Hold on, hold on, keep talking. I'll be looking to see if the 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 live overlay was on. Okay, I didn't notice it, but I, I noticed it on Dynamite times. last night. But yeah, I always notice it on NXT. Dynamite. I don't think I noticed on NXT. Anyways, uh, let's see here. After that, we had Ever Rise versus Killian Dane. <laughs> Drake Maverick. Killian Dane was so good. Dude, the theme music was hilarious. It was pretty funny. It was hilarious. It was like really light poppy music. With whistling. <laughs> With whistling. And uh, Drake Maverick was doing a ridiculous dance to yeah. it. It, yeah. was, it was pretty good stuff. Like as soon as they come out, Killian Dane's like, cut that music. No. Yeah. And they cut the music for him. They're like, okay, fine. Uh, so anyways, this is a standard sort of comedy thing that you'd expect from them, but Killian Dane was really good and he didn't overdo anything. Drake Maverick is basically trying to warm over Killian Dane. So basically they show up, Dane wants nothing to do with it. So he just throws Drake into Uh, the ring. I mean, interrupt, but uh, apparently this was live last night. Lower, really? Lower right says NXT live. So, okay. All right. No, it probably was then, huh? At least the main event Mm -hmm. says live. Nope. That's during the shots he matched too. Yeah, wow. Must have been live last night. Okay, yeah. Chill said chill chill or chilly. Chill says the live logo was on the screen. Okay, I didn't mm-hmm. notice it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I guess that does make sense because they got the Thunderdome crowd. They got the the yeah. the Capital Wrestling crowd now, huh? Okay. Um so anyways, yeah, wow, they did a really good job with uh with the TV direction on Ridge's injury then. Because they did as soon as that happened, the cameras just went straight to Oni and it did oh, not go back. I know. To, uh, well, I think that once they realized that the rest had to tack- tackled Oni off and threw up the X, maybe someone back, you know, because all the mics. All oh, the that was that was immediate. That was immediate. Their pieces and stuff. Yeah, so I'm sure it was it was pretty game. impressive. There was one annoying bit of TV direction later on, but they sort of fixed it. Anyways, um, so uh, yeah, so anyways, 
uh, uh, Killian Dane uh, tags in Drake on the hand, hurts Drake's hand doing it at the beginning of the match. It's funny stuff. Drake gets isolated. Dane just comes in, pushes Everize. I don't know their names. Pushes Matt one of the Everize. Parker, oh, Matt Martell and something Parker. Don't know the difference between the two of them, so I just refer to them as Everize. Uh, he drags Drake by the hair over to his corner, tags himself in, destroys everybody. He goes up for like a Vader bomb, and Drake blind tags in because he was nursing his injury on in the on the apron. But then he sees mm-hmm. uh, Va- uh, him there in the corner, Dane in the corner, blind tags himself in. This is, pisses off Dane. Everrise pushes Drake into him, and then goes for a roll up on Drake. Uh, Dane gets pissed off about this, kicks Everrise off Drake, power bombs Drake onto the Everrise guy, getting them the pin and the win. Drake starts cheering and dancing around. And starts doing that ridiculous dance, and Dane just gives him one of those amazing right hands. Oh, that's uh, great! Then he starts to leave. He feels guilty. Great. He feels guilty. They got to win, so he's like, "Ugh, okay." Goes back over to Drake, drapes him over his shoulder as they're leaving. Drake's still selling his his the punch. Sort of looks up, and he's all happy and stuff because like, "Hey, I got my partner here." Yeah. And then he goes back to selling. It was pretty well done. It was actually really well done. I actually really I, I was entertained by that quite a bit. Uh, this is the kind that, of stuff that's like necessary for Dane. It has kind of like a team hell no feel to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. After that, we had a Tony Storm a video package about her return. She had to go to Cancun about three weeks ago. She said to kind of get her head right and get prepared come back to NXT. Yeah, she said this is this this Tony is going to be nothing like you've ever seen before. Uh I kind of don't believe that it's probably gonna be the same Tony Storm we've seen before. It's Tony time. Yeah, uh after that we had the Garganos they're outside, they're walking their dog. They got matching sweatsuits. Uh they talked about how much Sunday sucked. It was supposed to be the best night of their lives, but it wasn't. But hey, they deserve rematches. Destiny will not be denied. And kind of kind of punctuates that saying, yeah, things definitely need to change. They walk up to their porch. And there's a brand new 70 inch TV just sitting there, and it's from Indy Hartwell. And yeah, first, that's nice. And at first, he, uh, Johnny's pretty dismissive about Indy until he realized the TV's from her. And he was like, oh, yeah, she's pretty great. And so he's just happy that they got a free TV. Well, who wouldn't be, man? 65 inches in your living room? That'd be great. Huge. Uh, yeah, after that, or piano, either one. Piano, TV, basically the same level of entertainment there. I mean, really, truly, it is. Uh, after that, we've got uh, Austin Theory, and uh, I thought that he was clearly about the job, but uh, then he he was fighting a literal jobber, Leon Ruff, who is very good, by the way. Oh, he's he's impressive. His his physique reminds me a little bit of Cheeseburger, mm-hmm. but uh, if he bulks up just like a little bit, you know, get like some definition to his muscles, man, he's like tall and lanky. But like he moves like uh like uh uh, uh what like was Leo Rush Leo Rush yeah I was gonna say Leo Rush like the, exactly the, his, and, his name's like his his evasiveness is 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 not just kind of one of the things he does it's like an important part of his whole wrestling strategy because mm-hmm, yeah. like some of the stuff he was doing I'd never seen before I thought I was mm-hmm. really damn impressed I thought he was I love really, that really kind good. of stuff I was really pulling for him especially against Austin Theory but Austin Same. Theory Austin Theory nailed an ATL for the win then he asked for the mic and I oh really. So he drops a promo. Uh, he really calls insisted out, on putting this guy on TV a lot, aren't they? They really are. They call out. Uh, he calls out Adam Cole, but he drops a general warning to NXT to the locker room. Says, you know, I'm going to run roughshod over here, even though he seems to eat a lot of L's against actual opponents. Says there's not a damn thing anyone can do about it. Dexter Loomis comes out, uh, and so then they had like a second match. Yeah. So that was kind of yeah. weird. Which Dexter Loomis dominated most of it. Uh, Austin Theory got some uh, 
offense in during commercial break. Uh, in the end, though, uh, Theory hits him with a rolling drop kick. Uh, Loomis kind of no-sells. Austin Theory tries to leave the ring. Dexter grabs him by the ankle, pulls him back in. Uh, there's a little back and forth. Dexter hits an Uranagi, locks in the head and arm triangle. Theory passes out. And pretty much as soon as Loomis lets go of that hold, Grimes is in, hits Loomis with the cave-in, and he's just upset that when he asked Loomis a question last week, he didn't get an answer. It was really like a it was a question that really didn't need an answer. Didn't he ask him? Uh, so where, he asked him where Regal was. Yeah. Cameron Grimes is great. Look at, look, at, look at his office, Cameron Grimes. Speaking of a guy who I think has been working out also. So Cameron Grimes, number one, that cave-in was great. I was actually kind of freaked out for Loomis because if he is like a foot higher up, like that's Loomis's jaw just dead. That cave in was great because Loomis was still on the ground, mm-hmm. like you know, just sort of sitting up after doing the thing, and then just out of nowhere you see this cave in come in. So Cameron Grimes he says, "Yeah, next time I ask a question, do you answer?" So then he leaves and he goes back up and he kind of flexes a little bit, I'm like, "Dude, you've been working out, haven't you?" Because like he looks like the kind of guy who is just looks like that. I'm sure he works out, but he doesn't. He doesn't have like a great physique or anything like he's not like yeah. an austin theory he, who prides himself like, on that he looks like a guy who's just in really good shape right exactly yeah but doesn't try you know he looks like he's been trying lately anyways maybe maybe uh, After that, we had a yeah. dakota kai and raquel gonzalez interview uh, they say Rhea involved herself in their business but raquel says she's going to take care of Rhea once and for all and dakota says ember needs to get back in the line for a title shot mm-hmm. um and then we have a Cameron Grimes interview where, again, he just says he attacked Loomis because he didn't answer his question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, excuse me, I've got to go to the moon. After that, we had our Burger King moment of the week, which was Damian Priest uh, winning at TakeOver. Then, of oh, course, there, we you, had... There was, there was a prime target. There was NXT prime target about oh, they did the health update. With NXT, Kyle. fast forward through that. Broke teeth. Finn has broken jaw. More of an update, I think, after swelling goes down. There's a brief Ridge Holland interview where he pulls up in a Mercedes. And they, he was asked, why did you attack Adam Cole? And he just says, well, last week I didn't have a Mercedes. This week I do. You can oh, thank Adam Cole for that. Oh, okay. So he I totally was paid missed off. that. Okay. All right. I totally But then the Burger King superstar profile was Damian Priest. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish that part of this integration involved Damian Priest insinuating that his party goes down at Burger King. <laughs> oh, or at least catered by. I've been so happy that Florida has opened up all the restaurants because now I can eat at Burger King, my favorite place. I had them put in a, a, a hot tub there. Anyways, uh, he talked about having a great party. There are people, food, and drinks. <laughs> he King. just listed off the most generic ingredients for a party. I know. <laughs> Nothing salacious. Uh, he said that takeover. He took out Sadly, Johnny. No hop, hot tub this time. Yeah, I had a bunch of whoppers there. Uh, they had I had a black bun whopper, and it made my poo poo green. Anyways, he asked Mackenzie who she thinks his next opponent's going to be. She's like, I don't know. I'm an interviewer, and uh, he says, "Well, whoever it is, they'll get a reckoning." Yeah, pretty much. At least he punctuated his promo and just didn't awkwardly look down at his title to stop it. Yeah, I know. Instead, he just kind of looked at the camera. <laughs> Reckoning. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So uh, then Ridge Holland comes out and having seen what was happening already, because I spoiled it for myself, because everybody in every social media sphere that I'm a part of started like saying, oh, my God, he just yeah, his leg exploded. Same. So I'm just yelling at the TV. I'm like, turn around, man. Turn around. Get out of there. Run. But yeah, he no. didn't do that. Didn't uh, do that. Before that all happened, though, he had a, a pretty fun match against Danny Birch. Danny Birch was giving it to him. Actually hit a good amount of offense. It just took uh, uh, Rich Holland powering out of a, a cross face, hits his finish for the win, and then Ridge on his way out puts his hat on and kind of just like paint brushes Birch's head with a little kick. This mm-hmm. pisses Birch off. He takes it to Ridge, clocks him, and then Rich Holland just starts unleashing on Danny Birch. Oni comes out to make the save. He sends Holland from the ring. Uh, Ridge gets back in. He beats up Oni some more. Rest break it up. They walk Ridge out. Oni lays him out with like a dive over the top. More brawling. Back in the ring. Rest break it up again. And then Oni hits another plunge at the floor, and that's when Ridge is trying to catch him. Breaks his leg. Yeah. And then, yeah, they pretty quickly, the refs, there's like six refs out there. You hear Ridge Hall screaming mm-hmm. while Oni's on top of him trying to beat him up, you know, because he probably doesn't know they broke his leg. And there's like four refs that tackle Oni off of Ridge, and the refs, the refs then kind of huddle around uh, Holland, throw up an X, and then pretty quickly we're, we're right back in the ring. Because Oni goes in there and checks on Danny Birch, and we don't really see hear anything else about uh, 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 Ridge Hall until they show a replay and do they show him being uh, taken out on a stretcher. Okay, so uh, all right, so this is just from Four One One Mania is reporting about PW Insider. So PW Insider has a small update saying there was great concern backstage. Uh, over Holland, the report indicated that Ridge Holland will definitely need surgery. Mm-hmm. For the report, some of the sources compared the ankle injury to Sid Vicious's famous broken ankle from WC. That was a broken ankle. Yeah, I guess that was an ankle, huh? Yeah, it was like it was just higher up. Yeah, I think. Um, but WWE, as of now, I think have not released an official. Yeah, the way it looked, he, he broke both the bones of his lower leg. So yeah, he'll probably need surgery. Yeah, it went. Stabilize yeah. that. Ugh. That sucks. Uh, so we go to, to the the Gargano household. Johnny's there admiring his new TV. He calls in Candice, and we see what he's watching. He's watching the Battle Royal, the women's Battle Royal from a week or two back, with uh, certain moments highlighted. And he says Indy included a USB drive with the television, and he's like, look, look how many times she saved you during that Battle Royal. And Johnny's like, you know, I think she's got a really bright future. And Candace says, you know, I'm starting to like her, too. I thought this was a really if, if this is if, if you go back and watch the Battle Royal and they actually had her do this in advance. That is 
like some even if it's like short long term booking, that's really impressive. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Indy, you're gonna save Candace a couple times because in a couple weeks you're gonna be aligning yourself with them. Or trying that's, to align yourself that's, with them. Yeah. That's really cool stuff. That's the yeah. kind of stuff that I love to see. Same. Um so after that we had uh Thatch's Thatch can life lesson. And today's life lesson is life is gonna grind you down until you quit. He says life is full of peaks and valleys. Just when you think you have it in hand, it slips away. So when an opportunity comes to you and then he grabs one of his students, you have to snatch it. He says a man, and of course he's doing the submission thing to the, to mm-hmm. the guy, he's like breaking his arm. He says a man is not defined by his losses, but by his determination. Life will grind you down until you quit. Uh, that was right. After that, they had uh, the Ridge Holland replay, and I didn't want to see any of that because, oh, God. Remember on Nitro, they did the Sid replay? Over and over again. It's mm-hmm. like, you guys are just desperate right now, just exploiting this poor bastard and his busted leg because you guys are losing so horribly in the ratings. I know. I know. That's not why NXT did it. I think NXT no, did no, it. No, no. I think they're actually trying to like give an update on what was going on with them. And it's like you have this big monster out there. You have to show, hey, A, this is real stuff, and B, you know. It's bad to take him down. It's it, yeah, exactly. It has to be bad to take him down. Uh, after that, we got Shotzi Blackheart versus Zia Lee. Uh, Shotzi's decorated her tank for the Halloween. Uh, she's promoting Halloween Havoc. Uh, this was a pretty quick match. Uh, Zia got a little bit of offense in, but uh, Shotzi dominated for the most part. Uh, the finish saw Zia looking for a superplex. Shotzi fights her off, dumps her on the mat face first, follows the senton off the top for the win. Uh, afterwards, Boa comes to ringside, hands Zia Lee an envelope. She opens it, and then they walk out together. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. What do you speculate now? Baseless speculation. I don't know. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. Take a guess. I don't know. It's a note from the future. Whoa. Saying, Warren Ridge Holland, don't come out here tonight. And she's like, oh, crap. Well, that already happened by the time. I know. <laughs> she's like, man. You came out too late, Boa. He was like, what do you want? I want to stop off of the Wawa. Get a sandwich. Damn it. We don't have Wawa's in the future. <laughs> AMPM bought out all the Wawa's. Damn, COVID took out the Wawa's too. Anyway, we didn't get that Wawa stimulus. Um, sorry. After that, we had the main event. Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Really fun match. Yeah, this is really, really good stuff. I love concentrating them concentrating on Raquel Gonzalez just destroying Rhea Ripley at every opportunity. I like how they're building this feud between these two. Yep, same, same. Uh, of course, though, Ember Moon, she returns. She had to get that win, and she does. Hits a hell of a, a eclipse Man. on Dakota Kai to get that W. Uh, but just a lot of great back and forth. Uh, Rhea was isolated for a while, as you mentioned. Raquel Gonzalez beating her up pretty good. Um, the the few they got going between Raquel and Rhea Ripley is pretty good. I can't wait till they have their inevitable singles clash. Yeah, man. But just like when Ember comes in, gets the gets the hot tag from Rhea, it goes her, on a run. It's her crazy. strikes are just they look, man. They just they just look real. Nothing about them is phoned in. You know, I love when wrestlers take that extra little beat to like make it look like it. You know, like it like it actually is doing something. Too so often Adrian- we get go ahead. Agent C says, I'm re-watching the Women's Battle Royal at Indy. That totally saves Candace multiple times. I love that stuff, man. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 
Yeah, Dakota Kai hit that chiropractor on Reed. God, that's a great Ooh, move, too. A great There's move. a lot of really fun stuff in this match. Yeah, Anyways, really there's match. also it's that fun. very, um, what's the word for this? Uh, the pop up power bomb. That oh, yeah. Like it could have gone really bad. Yeah, I know. Ember kind of stumbled when she made the catch or something like that. Like I think, I under. think, I think when on the pop up, Dakota Kai, her forward momentum was a bit too much. Yeah. And so she had to like go kind back a little bit. To the side a little bit. Yeah. But that eclipse, they gave it, a, I said this earlier, they gave it a couple replays. Just, oh, it's a beautiful it's fantastic. move. Fantastic. It's a fantastic. beautiful move. So, yeah, like you said, uh, Moon hit the Eclipse on uh, Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have Raquel here. Dakota Kai for the win. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Fantastic stuff. Great yeah. match. Uh, you want to answer some questions? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I got a thread right here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got some new Fall Guys uh, gameplay Ooh, today that's right. with you and me. We're on Road to Crown. Uh, we'll see if that ever happens. But, are we ever uh, going to play Rocket League again? Or are we done with that now that we got our W? I think we got six solid episodes of that in. We should what we should do. I think I actually had this done. Uh, our first win, cut from the friend uh, from Fendo Fest, cut that into its own video. That'll be the finale. We'll be done with Rocket. I look. I love playing Rocket League. Yeah, I love playing Rocket League. And I'm not saying we can't. Maybe on the 13th when we do the next Tuesday. Good. Good. We're gonna do the thing. We're gonna have uh, live on the Twitch at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Correct. We're going to be doing like a couple hours Friendo of some gameplay, game stream stuff. Friend, the Friendo Arcade is coming. Friendo back. Arcade, yeah. So we'll spend three hours or so playing uh, games with Friendos, like you did on a twenty-four hour stream, just not for twenty-four hours. Yeah, for one eighth of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. my math is correct on that. All right, it let's is, go ahead correct. and. Uh, uh, Alex C has a question. How about Champa pivots into the Holland position and becomes the new leader of Fish and Strong against a face Cole and, and uh, O'Reilly? I'd be down for that. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, I'd like that too. Four-inch Fox. Hi, guys. With all the current injuries happening in NXT, currently will there be a chance that officials will tell their talent to have a softer style of wrestling, or will the new developmental talent be pushed through? So there is an interesting line of thought on we, – we, we reference this account – uh, uh, multiple times throughout the last couple months, but uh, Robert's uh, mm-hmm. Twitter account, so do to mm-hmm. um, and he seems convinced that there is something amiss with the PC and how they're training their wrestlers because performance center wrestlers, when they come out, um, are prone to this kind of thing. And uh, I don't, I have not looked into this myself to see if there is, if there is, if this is valid or not. But uh, but you know it's something to it's something to keep in mind to consider. He he also made the point of analyzing uh, t- uh, Ty Conti pre uh, AEW and post AEW, or now that she's in AEW, and he's noticed um, her her in ring work is a lot more crisp these days than it was when she was in NXT. I seem to recall, and I could be way off base here, but Finn Balor did an interview like with Men's Fitness talking about his fitness routine. Mm-hmm. I think it was that. But I think one of the... I could be way off base. My memory is crap now. That one, He's talking about how... Not the in-ring training, but the, the, the physical training in terms of weightlifting and stuff routine. Like he thought made him... Gosh. It was some, somehow he thought he was maybe related to when he hurt his shoulder, essentially. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder... Because, I mean, one thing that, that is clear as day 
is that when people can, we've talked about it literally several times, one time on this episode, when people come through the performance center, they end up looking amazing. They end up looking so much better. And the NXT in-ring stuff, in terms of the storytelling and psychology, I still think is second to none. Like when you, you know, my short time there, and you've seen it on TV whenever they've shown this, them going over these matches and having the time to develop them from a story perspective is outstanding. I wonder if there's an issue with the fundamentals of their wrestling in ring, the move sets, the moves themselves. I wonder if there is some sort of uh, disconnect. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's entirely possible. Like the Rich Holland thing, the the injury last night, it just he he was trying to make the catch and he just didn't have his base under him. That that how much of that is chalked up to training, inexperience, uh, or just kind of dumb luck. I don't know. I don't you know? know. I'm not a wrestler. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, it's it's something to it's something to keep an eye on. I guess. Um. I don't think that they're going to ask them to change up their style, though. I really no. I, I don't think I don't. so either. I don't think so either. Uh, the Rain Trigger asks, what are your thoughts on a team like uh, the Hybrid 2 making, making the jump to NXT since AEW doesn't do anything with them apart from last week? Well, there is an interesting dichotomy there because it seems like TH, uh, the Hybrid 2 and uh, 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 Jack Evans was upfront about this when he said, we're not very mm-hmm. good at pitching. Mm-hmm. And if AEW is the land where wrestlers, it's on them to a degree, and I think to a large degree, to chart their own path, to pitch things, to say, hey, this is what I'd like to do. I have this idea. And mm-hmm. Tony Khan will say, great, run with it. If NXT is the place where you don't have to worry about pitching, you have to you know, just be a killer wrestler and they'll come up with the ideas for you, um, maybe a place like NXT would be better suited for them. It's entirely possible. Entirely possible. Uh, what we got here? Uh, Doc Linderman's Dan and Drake's offense needs to be Dan using Drake as a human weapon as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty great. So Rob here mentions uh, Casey Catanzaro. She almost left because well, allegedly because of concussions. Stacy Irvin Jr. He left mm-hmm. because of concussions. Zaylia Leah all got hurt in some fashion after their first time on TV, but that's a small percentage of WWE's bloated roster, according to Rob Observer. Um, Let me see if I can find that Finn Balor thing because I th- thought it was. I thought he mentioned. Didn't uh, uh, Anthony Bones wasn't he the guy that got, didn't he get uh, concussed when that uh, when authors, authors of, pain, of pain yeah power bombed his tech authors of pain were purely PC guys they had injury problems too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon uh, Monroe says with Ember seemingly being a face. Would you have preferred her to be a heel? And if so, what type of heel? I think that it's a smart move to have her just be herself. And if she's going to be a heel, just be herself with a chip on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I don't I don't necessarily think I would have preferred to, her to have been a heel. I think, I think maybe more of a chip on her shoulder could have been good. I mean, after 14 months gone. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jim. Oh, this is a good question. James Fletcher. What are you more disappointed in the way WWE uses their tag division or AEW with how they use their women's division? For me, it's the women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Old man Marcus. So someone hired Ridge Holland to beat the piss out of Adam Cole. Who is the most likely suspect and who do you absolutely not want it to be? 
I think, I mean, the most, just given what we, the way that it went down on TakeOver, it'd have to be Roderick Strong and, and Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. As for who I would oh, absolutely... Oh, I'm frozen? Sorry. I'll come back. I promise. Um, he says... Uh, he says, who would you absolutely not want it to be? I would actually want it to be the finest Kona Reeves. Oh, interesting. Uh, that guy. So there's a GQ interview that Finn did. Uh, where is this more? He's talking about not doing like heavy squats, deadlifts. Talks about his shoulder. Oh, I swore he thought he mentioned this in here. Oh, maybe. Uh, Wolfpack for uh, Life says, should Otis be drafted to Raw so Mustafa Ali can take that briefcase to make up for his loss of money in the bank a year ago? Oh, that'd be great. What a great idea. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Maybe it wasn't Finn. I swore, maybe, uh, gosh, who was it? I, must, I remember reading someone said something about the training at the PC, but maybe it's those things I imagined. So. No, it's, it sounds familiar. It yeah. does sound familiar. And I mean, there might be something to be said there because looking, training to look good versus training to perform well physically, those it's are clearly going to be two different things. It could be two different things, totally. You know, I mean, it's totally. like it's. I mean, it's somewhat analogous to. Uh, it was. It was very interesting during the Jordan doc to hear him to hear his physical trainer talk about. Well, now when you're getting into baseball, it's a completely different thing. You know, you think some people might think, well, athletic is athletic, and maybe way back in the day. But when you're at the level of a Michael Jordan, it's a completely different thing. Well, if you're a level of any professional athlete. Professional, yeah, yeah. You have to train yeah. specifically for that you know, mm -hmm. sport. Like baseball, especially, there's a lot of fast twitch muscle response that you rely on as a hitter to be successful. Yeah. Something that's not necessarily you know, uh, something you'd utilize in basketball. I think, and I would think for wrestling, just as much as being strong and looking the part, is a certain degree of flexibility, but I think when you get too big, too bulky, you might be inhibiting some of your flexibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for Life says, should Ember have a new finisher? The Eclipse is cool, but not good for her health long-term. Um, I understand the point, because that's a lot of impact on the spinal column when she's you know, doing the full flip in the air and then landing on her tailbone every time. The thing is, if you limit the number... if, if that, I mean, that's the problem with having the heavy WWE schedule as opposed to what yes. they have now. Yes. If, if all she has to do is bust out the Eclipse three Once times a, a month, yeah. you know, yeah. then probably no harm, no foul. I do agree that maybe she can have like a, a signature or a secondary finisher that she mm -hmm. could use that might mm -hmm. be a bit easier. I love that bit where she like did the little slide into, I think it was Raquel Gonzalez grabbed her and did like a, a sort of a sitting flatliner. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that, that was, was great. rad. That yeah. was great. Uh, Fear and Loathe and Leon Ruff signed a new deal and unlocked level two moveset. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You see the, the PC, the new performance center class. It was all evolved people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, how many Twitch subs would it take for y'all to wear matching going in raw track suits? Man, if we got them, I'd wear None. them all the time. I just need the suits. I'd wear, I'd wear that shit. Hey, winter's coming up, man. 
So I'll be I'll be walking around here with like sweats anyways. Yeah, let's same. look into it. Let's look into some right, some right. matching uh, tracksuits. Cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, Jorge D with Wade Barrett saying he is not done in the ring. Who should get into a feud with? Who should he get into a feud with at NXT? Adam Cole. That'd be rad if uh, Wade Barrett was the guy who hired yeah. uh, Roderick Strong and 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 Bob Fish. That'd be cool because you have one like classic NXT guy against like you know the longest reigning NXT champion. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. Wade Barrett is a big dude, though. Yeah, he's tall. <laughs> he's, he's really like six tall. five, something like that. He kind of belongs on main roster, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I didn't even realize this. Yellow Tanker. Amber Moon's got new music. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, it's a bummer because I love I love her. Uh, old it was song. great. Yeah, her old theme music was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great question. Moses Supposes says, with the Gargano way not working out, how long until we try the Larray way? <laughs> That's what it should be called, man. That's what I it know. should be called, the Larray way. I know. <laughs> That's a good one, Moses Supposes. Let me hit up the Discord and see if we got any questions over there before we call it a show. Now I have her old theme music stuck in my head. Oh, it was great. Doctor Steve Winters. Uh, I know gimmick pay per views are doo doo, but if NXT were included in this month's Hell in a Cell, who would you like to see in the Hell in a Cell match? There are zero, literally zero, maybe Rhea and Raquel, but otherwise there are, it's all set up right now. Yeah, no. Like everything, there is nothing. There are like uh, Austin Theory versus, no, uh, uh, Jake Atlas versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa, I guess. Uh, All right, here we go. This is what I was thinking of for the Finn thing. I finally found it. It's that same GQ interview is what he said. I know when I first came to WB, I was about 185 pounds. A different coach at the time had told me that I need to put on 20 pounds to be in this company. Being a rookie was just coming in the door. I wanted to follow the rules and abide by the system that was in place. I put on 20 pounds within eight weeks, and I felt terrible. I couldn't run the ring. I was blowing up fast. Couldn't do any of my high-flying stuff. It affected my technique, my stamina, and my training. I just said, I'm not doing this anymore. Slowly started to lose weight and came back down to where I was comfortable, about 180, 185, and now I feel great. Nobody asked any questions, any complaints about my performance or my physique. So granted, that's, that was when Finn first came in. That was years ago. Uh, probably a whole new group of people, you know, running things. But you know, if 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 early like uh, uh, earlier on this interview, he talks about someone else, uh, another trainer at the PC, where they were talking, telling him that you know, you when you leave the gym, you should feel better than when you entered. You know, don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up too much. So yeah. Hopefully that's the attitude now, not so much. Hey, you got to get huge. Yeah, I mean that's just that's obviously purely speculation on my part. Um, but you know, it'd be interesting to take a look at the talents that have come through just through the performance center with no indie training beforehand, and see, you know, how that all turned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pipas Pipas says ratings are out. AEW total viewership seven hundred and fifty three thousand with mm. a point three one in the demo. Versus NXT with 2.5 million viewers. Whoa! That's not no. true. 639,000. Oh, I wonder uh, how much the, the debate affected those numbers. Um, I don't know. 
The fly on Mike Pence's head was pretty damn funny, though, as was his de- decrepit eye. Yeah, what's the deal uh, with that? <laughs> Alex, he, he Mike, come here. I'm going to cough in your eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Foster. Uh, as happy as I was for Ember, I was a little sad the mystery person wasn't Bo Dallas. How would you book him upon his return? A tag team with Kona Reeves. That'd be good. To, you you got a Bo Reeves. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh seeing Ember Moon back in NXT. Which wrestler should also go back to NXT on the main roster? And also, which wrestler should go there that hasn't been there before? Kevin Owens should go back. Yeah. That's always all right. That's all. That's like that's until that happens. To, I won't who be should happy. go to NXT that was never there before? That's a good question. Oh, Randall Keith Orton, AJ Styles. That's good too. Diehard Homer Restaurant wants to create two going in raw meals. Steve, what is the going on going in raw pizza? Larson, what is the going in raw sandwich? Oh, wow. You know, I would do this. I would having never even had it. Because it's become such a part of recent going in raw lore, I would officially license the shakaroni from mm. Papa John. So it would just be a pizza with tons of pepperoni, but the box has Shaq's face on it. And when even more important, when you open the box, there's a picture on the cardboard of an iPad with Shaq's face on it. That was just what the, the image you had in your mind of what it was actually. It was, that's what it was in the commercial. That's Wasn't what it, it was in the commercial. Oh you open the God. box, there's an iPad in there. So that would be the going in. But there, it also be it. There'd be a little word balloon. that says, "Hey, Stephen Larson, this is Shaq Daddy with the Matt Chat question." That that's the going in raw pizza right there. All right, this is what I got. This is a sandwich I made once. My wife made some homemade barbacoa, and it was outstanding. Okay. And I made the sandwich, and it was like the best sandwich I ever made at my house. It was so dang good. Essentially, it's like a torta. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, panini press it. So you get some crunch on there. Mm-hmm, that's good. You have some of that barbacoa. You got some mayo with like some hot sauce on it. Some guacamole. Mm-hmm. Some pickled jalapenos. Mm-hmm. You toss on some greens, maybe a couple slices of tomato. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Oh, right. oh. That's what it is. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tyler Woodward. Uh, so with Ridge Holland injured... Do you think they'll postpone the Undisputed Era story? Yeah, I don't know. Are they going to pivot to like a different benefactor? Is there going to be gonna have to pivot. like an even bigger, like a guy, you know, somebody paid Ridge Holland. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe it's not going to be strong and fish, but somebody will have paid them as well. Yeah, I they're going to have to pivot to something if they want to. I mean, all those cannons, like, I'll just send them up the main roster. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Anthony, power ranked costumes that Robert Stone will show up in or you want him to be in for Halloween Havoc. He needs to show up as Shotzi Blackheart. Mm. He needs to that's gotta be his costume. To try to get in her head, but she just runs him over again. Uh let's see here. The So uh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh Alex C. Oh, it's Alex. What's he doing in Discord? That's weird. He says this'll sound this'll sound weird. But do you not think Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong doesn't sound right as an undisputed era pairing? Literally any other fits better. Yeah, no. So I loved, of course, Redragon. I loved Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. I loved, wasn't it? It was Adam Cole, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly at one point, wasn't it? 
Or was it Adam Cole and Roderick Strong at one point? It was, for a while it was Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, and then Adam Cole had to sub in for somebody when they won the titles. It was Bob Fish. So yeah, because that, that was a match where Roderick Strong turned on Pete Dunne. Okay, okay, okay. So it was Kyle. No, I agree. The worst combination is Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. Absolutely, I agree with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So no, it do- it doesn't sound. It sounds weird. Cole O'Reilly was for one match before Strong joined. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for the show. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.